Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dental Jobs, episode five. Um, I'm over the moon to welcome uh, Amanda Bassi Duke uh, onto the uh, onto the show today. Uh, Amanda is an associate dentist with uh, Clive Munro, who's recently moved to uh, to Perth, and uh, she'll be sharing uh, her stories uh, with us uh, today on not only moving to Perth but also being an associate dentist with Clive Munro and her experience uh, with them as an employer. Uh, Amanda, great to have you with us. Um, first and foremost, how are you keeping? How's it all going? It's going well. Um, I have my day off today, so that's a good thing. <laughs> going to do some exploring after this, and yeah, I'm doing okay. So you've got a day off, and you're and you're sharing a bit of bit of your day off with me uh, on this podcast. So uh, yeah, all, all, all credit to you for uh, for getting up doing this with us. Much appreciated. Welcome. So Amanda. Um, I, I know that you you've actually worked uh, in Europe and and probably other locations as well uh, within within dentistry. So could you just share with us and, and the viewers today your experience in in working overseas and and obviously then more importantly sort of coming back into uh, into into Scotland. Okay, so I worked in Hungary for two years before moving to Scotland. My family has lived in the UK. They live in England actually, but the NHS system within England wasn't attractive to me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I graduated from Hungary. So after working in, after going to school in Hungary, I stayed to work there for two years and I saw a job in Scotland and I looked into it. I did the research and I thought, okay, well, the SDR sounds a lot better than the UDA system. So yeah. that for me was quite attractive. And the mountains, are you kidding me? <laughs> I saw the mountains in Scotland I remember like taking a flight here and landing at the airport and driving down and thinking, where on earth am I? It's so beautiful. And I've traveled all over the world, but there is just this rugged beauty to Scotland and you fall in love with it. It, it almost seems like you're reading a novel and it's, it's something from a novel. So Scotland was really attractive to me for that. And the SDR system, not perfect, but definitely way better than the UDA system so it's a, it's a bit of getting your head around and wrapping your mind around but honestly once you're in it it's quite easy so did to, you did you kind of know um you know Scotland as a as a as a location in terms of have you ever visited Scotland before no. never. I'd, I'd never been, <laughs> never been. And my family was a bit mad because, like I said, my entire family lives in England. Most of them live in London. And they're like, you picked the other end of the UK <laughs> to come and live and work. But I think it was a choice. And I moved to Scotland just during the pandemic as well. I think it was probably the best choice for me at the time. And I think I still don't regret I still don't regret it because I've stayed even after the pandemic is like winding off because you get this work-life balance that can be compared to most places. Yeah. You have, and now I'm in a city, I'm in Perth. So you have, I just have to drive 20 minutes and I'm up a hill. You know, you drive 20 minutes and there's waterfalls and there's, it's so beautiful. You get the best of both worlds. You, you get the city life and you get nature. So it was a no brainer for me, especially at a time where everyone was cooped up in their houses. They couldn't go out. They couldn't do anything. Really? Yeah. I mean, I suppose, you know, when when people are considering, especially overseas dentists, you know, wishing to come and practice here in the UK, they, they would normally look at locations like, you know, London, Birmingham, Manchester. Um, it's you know. funny you mentioned those locations because I have family in London, Birmingham and Manchester. And it didn't once cross my mind. And just once again, OK, so 
maybe I should give you a bit of background. In Scotland, so in, in England, you don't have registration. No okay. patient is registered to you. You kind of get people in and I guess if you want, you can keep them as your patients, but there is no tie. But within the NHS system in Scotland, when somebody is your patient, you actually have to like send a thing to the help board saying, yeah, this person is mine. And until either of you don't want each other, that yep. person is mine. And for me, that's the kind of dentistry I wanted. I wanted to look someone in the eye and say to them, your dental care is on me. You yep. can entrust me with your care and I will look after you for the rest of your life, as long as you will have me, yep. you know, and that's the kind of dentistry that was for me was really attractive. And that's why Scotland, but like that was one massive tick for Scotland in my book that I could do that. I could have that relationship. I want to be able to see my patients 30 years on and say, actually, you're doing good. You know, you're doing good and I'm doing good. I wanted to be able to see my work and see, okay, this worked and this didn't work and why didn't this work what are your habits because I know them enough I wanted to know the names of the dogs of all my patients and their children's names and watch the kids grow and Scotland offers that and the Scottish people are lovely and are welcoming and if they trust you they will let you pet their sheeps <laughs> which is something I've gotten to do as well I mean look pet you know uh yeah dogs names cats names pet you know uh petting sheeps it's it's all it's all around you know kind of you know building relationships and yeah. and, and getting to know your, your customer base so again you know it's a bit like you know having a financial advisor you'd want to have the same financial advisor giving you the advice on all the way through it. and the same goes with dentistry um you know so so for me i think that's absolutely brilliant um because you want to be able to you know, also build, you know, hopefully uh, referrals off the people that you're looking after uh, as well, which is great. Um, so how how has sort of the transition, you know, been from sort of coming overseas, you know, into Scotland and, you know, more importantly, how, how has Clyde kind of supported you, um, you know, through that period? So it's 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 an uphill battle. I, I, I would like to tell you it's easy. It's not really the the SDR system is a whole different kettle of fish. Like it's, <laughs> there's nothing quite like it. What you can claim, what you can't claim. And it's new. It's, it's a difficult start. But like I said, once you're in it, it gets easier. Yeah. It gets so much easier. And it almost comes like second nature. You don't have to think about it anymore. And I guess the referrals and working through the paperwork, that's the unattractive bit of the job. That in itself was difficult. But once again, once you get into it, you know what you need to do. You know what needs to be done. And yeah, just it's the same thing. It's the same dentistry. It's the same teeth. It's the same problems. You just have to treat people like humans. And uh, absolutely. No, 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 kindness no. and compassion. And I think you'll get on. So it's not a different type of dentistry. It's the same dentistry. It's just being aware that there are different rules and learning that and the willingness to learn and the openness to learn, but it's not impossible. I did it. Um, and so many others have come before me and have done it and I've gotten well with it. So when you were, when you were overseas, um, forgive me, but did you, you know, in terms of qualifications and everything else, you know, what, what did that kind of look like from the, um, from the outset? Okay, so I guess, because I went to, like I said, I went to university in Hungary. It's a little bit different in the sense that we start, practice with patients in third year and I believe in the UK you start they start in second year so and another thing was 
because our university was English, but most of the patients speak Hungarian. So we would always have a go through. So a translator, the nurse would always be Hungarian and speaking Hungarian on our behalf and translating. So I think communication was one of the things I struggled with. English is my first language. English is my only language that I speak fluently. So for me, it was, I don't, I realized I don't have the words. And that's something that was a real shock to me because the dentistry, the teeth, I know, but I don't have the words to be able to communicate what I want to do at what stage. And that for me was quite difficult. And I think that was the major difference. But the level of teaching is, I would say, about the same. Maybe in Hungary, we're a bit more clinical. So there's a lot of like medical information that we know that I find that my peers who studied in the UK don't know. But in all honesty, in the actual practice of dentistry, I don't see that that's relevant. It's just added on information that we know. But I think communication is something that anybody who's new to the system will struggle with a little bit, but it can be learned. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, communication is is, is, is pivotal um, in, 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 any, in any profession. Um, I suppose, Amanda, what, what would be, you know, quite, quite good to know, uh, especially for the viewers, uh, you know, some, some people considering a career, um, you know, with, 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 with Clive Monroe is what, what initially drew, you know, yourself to Clive Monroe? Oh, that's easy. Um, mentorship. That, that would be the first thing. I have a whole list, but the first thing was mentorship. I work at the Centre of Excellence for Clyde Monroe. So I work at their main branch in Perth. And when I was considering the job, I'm also doing an MSc in restorative and aesthetic dentistry and a postgraduate simultaneously, postgraduate diploma in orthodontics, because why not? (laughs) And one of the things that really drew me to Clyde was the clinical lead at my practice. And mentorship is something that I feel like you need. And the more I, I went on with the course, the more I realized I need somebody who shares my vision, who's doing something similar, who understands what I want to achieve for myself. And I spoke to the clinical lead and I said to him, well, this is what I'm looking for. And I know that you have no incentive to help me because he's not being paid to help me or to guide me or to mentor me. And And I said, I'll probably ask you why a million and one times in the day and probably drive you a little bit crazy. And are you sure you want to do this? And he looked me straight in the eye and he said, yes. And he said to me, I will do this. I will help you where I can. And if I can't, I will find somebody that can. And he's kept his promise every single day. So this was, he, like I said, he had no reason to, and he did. So that was what drew me to Clyde Moreau Watts. Another thing was, I guess, the educational program that they have. We have the we have the academy right above my practice, which is perfect because I love to learn. And Clyde Monroe has invested millions in making sure that their associates have everything available to them. And the fact that I have that in my building is just the cherry on top because I love to learn. I would eventually love to teach and to have that opportunity within my own practice. It's honestly been a gift. Doesn't it feel, you know, quite comforting to know that you've got uh, an employer that, you know, is willing to invest in your future um, and you obviously have, you know, somebody in, in clinical lead that wants to support you 
in getting you to where you want to be. Oh, your- oh, 100%. You, you hear the horror stories. So, and in fact, I had my reservations, even taking the job, because I was like, I don't want to work for a corporate because I've heard this and I've heard that. And you hear all the horror stories. But honestly, that's not been my experience. I can only speak for myself, but that's not been my experience. Um, I can even tell you, so something that's because you think of a corporate and you think of it being a massive company with no faces, mm-hmm. but there's been a face for everything. When I moved into Perth, I couldn't find a flat. I was driving 160 miles to just come and look at places. And I couldn't find a flat. And when I finally found, well, when I, the agent finally said to me, there is a flat available, I couldn't drive down at the drop of pin to just come and look at the flat. And my recruiter actually came and saw the flat on my behalf. Wow. She she took, she, she was like, Amanda, I got you. She drove into the place and she turned on her camera. And she was like, this is it. The, this is what I like about it. Okay, you're going to need to work on it. She didn't need to do that. You know. That, that, is, a, uh, that is a dedicated, that's a dedicated recruiter, isn't it? I mean, um, I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, so every, of- every step of the way, if I, if I faced a challenge, if I was unfamiliar with something, it was okay. I would go to, I would go to her because she was the only one at you know, the time. And eventually I started to know other people and I'd go to them. And it was something as easy as Nicola telling me, actually, Amanda, Nicola Logan is our head of HR saying to me, Amanda, I don't know the answer, but I'll get back to you. And within two hours, someone's gotten back to me, <laughs> someone who I didn't know two hours before has gotten back to me or I'll send a message to, to the practice manager saying, actually, I, I'm not familiar with this. Can I have training in this? And she'd be like, I don't know the answer, but I'll get you someone that knows the answer. So this faceless corporation has faces. You just need to ask the right questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what Clyde Monroe um, understand more than anything is, is, you know, our communication to 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 all, all team members, which I think is which I think is fantastic, and obviously you're you're very much echoing that echoing this today. Um, we we know that you know the, the likes of AI, you know, digital dentistry is, is changing things. Um, you know, how has the integration of digital dentistry impacted your role as a dentist at Clyde Monroe? I know it's only been a, a short here at a time but what have you seen so far you know it's it's really and i'm just i'm gonna be myself here really really cool <laughs> it's honestly i can tell you um i got to use so we have this thing it's called pearl ai it's yep. second it's second opinion so it reads the x-rays and i remember having a chat with amy donnelly and she's like the one of the people in charge of like bringing technology went into Clyde. And she was telling me about it. And I thought, sign me up. Tell me what I can do. Tell me how to use it. And within a day, I've gotten in touch with the people from Pearl. And they told they we had like a whole thing about how to use it. Really easy to use. And what it does is that it shows you it, it shows you on the x-ray where the decay is, where the gum levels are. It measures every single thing. And it color codes it in a way that What's what I find really interesting is that it colors the tooth in like the enamel is one color, the dentine's one color, and the pulp is one color. And you can explain that to the patient. This is the size of your decay because it color codes the decay in bright pink. And you can tell the patient, this is where your decay is. This is where the nerve is. And this is what's happening. And these are the risks. And you're no longer showing a patient a massive gray screen and trying to explain to them what yeah. that gray shadow within a gray screen means. <laughs> 
you have all of these colors. It's vastly increased my patient engagement, the communication I have with patients. And sometimes I print out their x-rays because it it puts it into a PDF file that you can send to the patients or email to the patients or print out. And I show them, actually, this is what your x-ray looks like. And I highlight, this is where you need a filling and this is why you need a filling there. And they understand it now. They're way more engaged, way more educated, and then they can make the decisions for themselves because they know what's happening. They know how quickly things can escalate. So you're no longer having like an abstract conversation, but they can understand better. I mean, I think it's all about, you know, patients really kind of understanding and and being further educated as to, you know, how you're helping them uh, prevent, you know, uh, a disease or, or maybe a further disease. And I think, you know, having this technology now is, is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, what you've just said, Amanda, it, it keeps the patient more engaged. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, we have some more as well. We have like um, dental monitoring, which is, I think for me that that was a game changer because I'm, I, I want to do more orthodontic work. That's something that I'm passionate about. And what it does is you, you send a camera home with the patient so you can actually track in live time, like what's going on with your teeth. They take photos, it gets sent to the practice and you can see and you can track. And when something's looking a bit off, it sends a message to you saying, actually, things are not going well. Rather than having the patient come in every six weeks and like four or five weeks could have gone past before you notice something's gone wrong. You could see it live the day after it's happened. Get the patient in. And the patients, once again, can see as well. So they're following their journey because they can see it. They can see the changes. They like the fact that they can see the changes because orthodontic treatment takes time. It can be quite daunting on the patient. But when they have the ability to see their photos, to follow their journey, they're way more engaged as well. And you can catch things just as they happen. So if something's not tracking, so that's another thing that I've experienced just using technology within dentistry. And well, we have the scanners, which are amazing. I mean, it's only going to, um, it's only going to further enhance, isn't it? Technology, yeah. uh, which is, which obviously is going to be, you know, incredibly exciting, um, you know, for, for people obviously within dentistry. Um, could you could you share some some specific um, you know sort of case or patient story where you know you use digital dentistry and, and has had a, had a significant impact in treatment? I mean, I know you've just touched on where they can go home and you know sort of interact through images and obviously you're, you're getting to understand you know what's happening. But success stories would be would be fantastic to learn or hear. So I, I've had a patient in, and you take the scan because we have the intraoral scanner and you take, you take the scan of their teeth and you show them on the screen and you're trying to explain to someone the seriousness of their clinical situation. And they don't really understand it because you have them, you have them lying down and you're looking at their teeth through a microscope and you can see every single thing, but that's not the view that they have. So you take that intraoral scan and you're trying to explain to them, this is what the situation is. And I hear the wow I can't believe it, you know, because they've never seen it from what you're seeing. But the fact that they can rotate their tooth around their mouth around the screen, they can see every single tooth in your mouth. For them, that's really impactful. And then you're having conversations at a higher level. I have a lot of cases where they have a lot of wear, they know where they're grinding their teeth. But when they see it, I'm trying to explain to them, actually, your teeth are shorter than they should be. 
And for them, that makes no sense because it happens gradually. It's happened over years. And I'm trying to explain to them the clinical significance of this. And when they see it for themselves on that screen, you're having a whole different conversation. I'm trying to tell them, well, now we need to align your teeth. Now we need to we need to build those teeth up because it's affecting your joints. And we're having a conversation at a much higher level. You're not just talking about single tooth dentistry anymore. You're telling them that you need, how that they need or they will benefit from a full rehabilitation. No, it's, and, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, um, I kind of remember back in, showing my age now, Amanda, but back in the day, you know, you'd, you'd literally have just a black and white, <laughs> um, you know, sort of document, wouldn't you, or, or, yeah. or picture. Uh, but now you, you know you're getting 3D. You're getting you're getting absolutely everything, um, which is which is just amazing in terms of how far technology is 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 evolving. Um, but more importantly, I think the one word today is is is, is engagement for for you know for the for the patients, which is fantastic. Um, for, for for me, you know, what, what is what's the one thing that you you could, you could say a couple? But okay, what's the couple of things that you love about being being a dentist? Um, and, and, and Clyde Monroe, I know you've touched on Clyde Monroe about the support and the, the infrastructure, the training, the communication. But, but what do you what do you love about you know what you do and, and Clyde Monroe? I just love seeing people smile. It's it's as simple as that. It's this buzz you get from seeing people smile. You know, I've had people come in and tell me I haven't smiled in twenty years, and being a part of of their smile of their journey. You know, knowing that you've touched somebody is is life changing. To share that journey with somebody is life changing. You know, I love I love the healthcare aspect of it. I love the fact that that room is sacred. What happens within that room is sacred. They share their stories with you, and they keep you guard their stories, and you walk with them through life. I love that. I watch watch. I love watching them grow. I love hearing about their holidays. I really do enjoy having that one-to-one communication with my patients and they become friends and family as well. So if I could do that, if I could do that for at least 30 more years, I would be, I would be really, really happy. It, it certainly seems to me, Amanda, that you're in the, uh, you're in the right home uh, in terms of employer for, for that to happen in terms of, you know, what they're looking to achieve further down the line as well. But um, I, I don't think I've had a, uh, an episode podcast yet where I've, I've been, you know, had somebody with so much enthusiasm, enthusiasm for the patients uh, mm. and, and for the job itself. And, you know, the, these podcasts are designed to really educate people, um, you know, about how great dentistry, you know, is and can be. Um, obviously, you know, there's many stories at the moment in the press, um, you know, but again, I think anything that I've learned today is, is obviously your, your passion for it and uh, all credit to you. Um, and you're going to help a lot of people make, you know, a great decision, hopefully about joining Clyde in, in, in many months to come. So, you know, I really, really thank you for coming on the show today. It's been fantastic. Even yeah. I've learned things, which is brilliant. Um, you know, I, I just appreciate you coming on. It'd be great to have you back on the show again, um, you know, in, in you know, a little further down the line as well. But thanks so much for coming on um, and, uh, you know, keep up the great work. And as you say, keep keep the patients smiling as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. No worries at all.